Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurgs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Cody Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode 55, season 3, episode 19, entitled The Ones, originally airing April 23rd, 2009. You why sure that, about that? Why'd that sound weird? April 23rd. Why'd that sound weird to say? I don't April know. April 23rd. That's a, they're, they're more than 23 days in April, so... Yeah, no, it's right. Okay. Uh, David, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. Elisa is back from Puerto Rico, and Jack plans to marry her, but she has a terrible secret in her past that might tear them apart. <gasps> Meanwhile... Angie's birthday is upcoming and Tracy needs to get her a present and he can't figure out quite what. So he asks her exactly what she would like. After a terrible donut related accident at 30 Rock, a very handsome paramedic comes to help who entrances Jenna and sends her down a path of narcissism and sociopathy. maybe sociopathy. Also, we learn that Kenneth is technically not immortal. But we'll get to that. Or he is, and it's just in a weird... He can never die, but he can die, but he's reborn or reignite. Or spoiler re- alert. Oh, spoiler alert for a 10-year-old show. Uh, yeah, so thoughts on the ones, having just watched it. There were again. many ones. There Everyone had a, had a one. Everyone has the ones, but Jack is seemingly flawed. Although none of the ones that. is the ones that they're going to be with permanently, except well, for maybe Tracy. Except for maybe Tracy, you're right, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, this is a fun ap- uh, episode. It's sort of another one of those like rapid fire. Like everything mostly takes place in one location, or at least mostly in all of Thirty Rock. Um, I'm trying to think. If there well, there's the, club. there's the club scene, and then Liz's apartment. Briefly, Liz, the finale is in, the, in yeah. Liz's apartment, but most of it takes place in one building for the most part. Um, but yeah, no. The, uh, oddly enough, this was the one that Jane Krakowski submitted for her Emmy nomination. Uh, I feel like last week's episode would have been a better um, submission. Like this one's funny, uh, and it, it shows more of that just chaotic Jenna that we like, or at least that I like. But I just don't think it was a a nomination worthy episode. Or um, well, what did she do last week that you thought was significantly? Well, because I guess the episode was mostly about her, but, like, her reacting to, like, seeing uh, her age being um, shown, her reacting to finding out that she was dead, I uh, think. Like, there was just better acting, I think, from that than this episode. This episode, like, she's in it and she's part of the plots, but she doesn't really do anything too outlandish or too stand out that it's like oh yeah this is what you should submit for your emmy nomination it's just like she's almost so over the top that it's like well she's she's too cartoony as opposed to last week's last week's was more grounded crazy jenna this is more cartoon jenna like well maybe maybe that's why then because i mean if you're bidding for best comedy if if she thought this was her best comedy that's fair yes that's fair yeah I mean, it's still like it's. She does a lot. Of, like, there's. It's still fun, Jenna, that I like. But I just thinking about it, I was like, I think last week she she was a better. I guess. I mean, I don't really care that much for the awards, but it just seems like last week would have been a better option. But doesn't really matter. She didn't win. She just got nominated. But yeah. she never won. She got nominated <sighs> multiple a times, bunch of times. Yeah. I don't know too many. Act- were there many acting wins for? 
30 Rock? Oh, was yeah. It, it was mostly like writing stuff though, right? Uh, well, it won Best Series several years mm-hmm. in a row before Modern Family came on. Uh, Tina Fey won Best Actress once. Um, Alec Baldwin, I'm trying to think. He, he I'm trying to re- he, he won he won a SAG for every single year 30 Rock was on the air, but Emmys, I can't remember. I don't think he, I, I think he won more than one, but I don't think it was for every year like the SAGs, but I think he won the, he won the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, well, it won all over. I mean, it won all over the board. It won, obviously, won series acting awards, writing, directing, below the line, you know, and technical stuff. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, it was a big old critics choice. Critic, kind of well, thing. critics, Emmy, Emmy yeah. magnet, all that good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you see all the news about the Peacock stuff? Today? I sure did. And I, I, how they're going to market is fascinating because it's, not that hard to but it's it's weird because okay so the way i understand it is there are technically well officially two but technically three tiers so there's a there's a totally mm-hmm. free tier where it's free and ad supported but also it doesn't it's you don't get access to all the episodes like mm-hmm. for, for for their originals specifically i know i read it was only it was only it was only select episodes for like catalog shows like 30 rock and all the other stuff like i i didn't see whether that was all of them or bits and pieces but then there's that's peacock free then there's a second level called peacock premium which if you're i think comcast or cox or something some other subscriber you get that for free and that also is ad supported but if you're not a comcast person you can pay five dollars and have access to peacock premium but there's also peacock premium the ad free tier so it's all the so Peacock Premium gets you all the programming, but it has ads. If you want no ads, then if you're a Comcast subscriber, then you pay an extra five dollars for no ads. If you're not a Comcast subscriber, you would pay ten dollars, an extra five dollars beyond the five dollar base package to have the ten dollar no ads. Mm-hmm. But it's just but it's still called Peacock Premium, just no ads. So there's a lot going on there, and I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be paying $5 for Peacock Premium and say, why are there ads? I'm paying $5 for Peacock yeah. Premium because they're not going to do a good enough job to explain yeah. that if you don't want ads, it's another tier, but it's not... I mean, unless they start officially calling it Peacock Premium ad-free or something. like they didn't. Yeah. The articles I read didn't allude to any branding around calling it a specific name. They just said, you know, Peacock Premium yeah. with ad-free. So like whatever. you said... Um, there's Peacock Free, an ad-supported complete version that is free to existing Comcast users and a $5 yes, a month for everyone else. And then there's a $10 a month ad-free subscription option that's open to anyone. But $5 if you're a Comcast. Pre- that is Peacock Premium. Yes. And it is also it's launching in April for cable subscribers. For Comcast. And then in, in July yeah. for everyone else. So it's, that's so weird to tier it that way and have limited like launching schedules well because it's comcast so they have to so if you're a comcast and a cox cable subscriber you get free access to peacock premium with ads or they can pay an additional five dollars a month for an ad free version very weird tier pricing and yes it's going to be way more confusing for people that maybe are not in the know because that is just premium typically has the connotation that is the best it's I mean, premium, it means the greatest, it's the, the most optimal. And so you're going to have that as your second tier, and then there's going to be a third tier. But it's not, though, because they're just calling it ad-free, but it's, but it's, but it's they're right, but they're not so officially like branding it, or at least like if they, they didn't, in their, in their announcement and press, whatever, they... Well, it says Peacock Premium with ads, is what that tier is called. So why are you calling... You mean without ads? No, that, that 
you'll get free access to Peacock Premium with ads if you're a Comcast. Right, right. Comcast but it's just called right. But it's called but Peacock Premium is what, is what it's called. Right, but Peacock Premium makes it. If you ask what someone what premium is, they typically mean it's the best. So that's the second tier. I like how the last three minutes you literally <laughs> repeated everything I described. I know. I was, I was just con- trying to condense it because um, you talk a lot. In, in a good way, in a good How way, rude. in a good way. I'm condensing. It's di- it's okay. Um, but the new Tina Fey show is going to launch on there. Uh, what? I thought that was a regular NBC show. Well, not launch, but it's going to be hosted there. I should say. Well, right, but I mean, I, I would assume any NBC show then is going to stream yeah. on there. Uh, what's that principal show or AP Bio? Yeah, that's getting a third season. That's been picked up. Like, it's. Uh, I have no desire for Peacock, but. Just like with Disney Plus and and uh, HBO and things like that, like I'll see what they have to offer, but I definitely won't be a around the year. But see, I thought but, they were gonna do something interesting and make it yeah. free and ad supported for everything. You can get all their programs with ads for free, but obviously they're not. They're going to have a free tier, but they're really. But the point of it is to give yeah. you select episodes so they can sell you up to the right. premium level. Yeah, which I don't like. I don't like. I thought. About, I don't know if there was stuff. someone who was doing because. You know, there are the small, like, Tubi and um, Pluto TV. I guess yeah. there are things that do, like, it is totally free and sad support. Like, so I was waiting for one of the major launching, major streaming services launching to do something like that. But yeah. so I thought, I thought early on, because they, you know, the, the big thing about Peacock when it was first discussed, like, months and months ago, like, was discussed they were going to do a free ad support tier, but mm. they're not, I don't know. So. So what does this mean for Hulu? Is Hulu going to lose that NBC Universal content now? I think it's up for because I mean at this point does I think Com I don't think Comcast has sold off all of their stake in Hulu yet, but I mean Disney owns at least seventy five percent of it now. So I mean, yeah, that would suck if next day NBC shows stop going to Hulu because then that would be right. Then that would be a compelling case for Peacock. So that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's still <laughs> enough on Hulu that I watch yeah. that I could be fine, but. I mean, there is a lot that I think a lot of people get from Hulu that's NBC that they don't, or Universal that they don't realize. So that's going to be kind of a big blow. Hmm. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I don't like I don't like the tier structure already. I think that's absurd tier pricing. But I also don't like the timed essentially the timed launch of cable subscribers get it three months earlier just because I mean cable Disney Plus launched in the Netherlands several months before it launched in the u.s and wherever else it launched then that's true and then yeah but that's different right because it's like well that's that's mm. essentially like soft launching to see how maybe well you can handle right. it. right well that's what they're like, doing with this isn't it they're soft launching a contest like licensing issues so maybe there's a reason for that that it's launching in a different country. Right, but that, first, they're doing the but, same thing. They're launching only to Comcast subscribers to get it out to an audience to start using it and start troubleshooting any big issues yeah, that I pop guess. up before. I, just, I don't like timed anything, really. I've never been a fan of that. Okay. So well, I'm bitter about thanks for Thanks for that opinion share. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Like, But I also don't like the selection episodes where... Maybe they won't have all of 30 Rock. They may have like three. Right. That's the point because like, they're going to upsell you. Uh, to for the, business, I get it. That's how you make your money. But at the same time, I don't like that because it's like, man, I, like if you really get into something, you're like, I want to watch all of it. Like, just let I me mean, I think it. the structure itself is okay. Free, $5 limited ads, $10, no ads. But I think the way, if they, if the press that was done today is an indication of how the marketing is going to go, it's going to make it more confusing than... Their Twitter's it should be. Their Twitter's trying their best to be sort of that yeah. like new age 
uh, tweets and like making memes and references and things like that. And it's not bad, but it's just like, I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know how long the service potentially will last. I don't see it going anywhere well, immediately. When you have a, a but multi billion yeah, dollar conglomerate, you're probably not going to go out quick. But um, yeah. Anyway, so we get to the cold open, and it's basically going to set up most of the storylines. Uh, Jack and Liz are at the ring shop shopping for rings. Hi, I'm looking for an engagement ring. Are you sure? Maybe you should have had a ring the first time you proposed, then Elisa wouldn't have said no. She didn't say no, she said we should think about it. Yeah, that does not mean yes. In my experience, let's think about it usually ends up with me watching solid gold in my basement on prom night. The point is, I have thought about it and I haven't changed my mind. In fact, I've coined a new term to describe what Elisa is to me. The one. The one? As in, the only one for me. The one I meant to be with. Get it? The one. You should be a writer. Whoa! Check out the bling. Or whatever it's called now. (laughs) Ah! Good God. I got it! Oh, God. There's a vent. Uh, She's very spirited. Like a show horse. You're a lucky man. Oh, no, no. She's not the bride. This is the one I am marrying. Oh, <laughs> my apologies, sir. Please follow me to the real showroom. Yes. My finger is caught in the vent. So Jack obviously like presents as a very like rich, successful person. So you think he'd be the person who would go like straight to the secret showroom? So like I get that the joke is that he thinks that he's marrying Liz, so that's right. why. But it's like. So then it, it, it is the line of thought that, oh, he, he's the rich person, but he's just marrying her on women. She's obviously not up to his level, so we need to we need to give the cheap stuff he doesn't spend too much money on it. For a marriage, that's not going to last. Maybe. Or maybe it's like he's just dresses well and it's maybe a con? Like the guy just dressed up well and I don't know. I didn't, I don't really overthink that scene that much. Well, no, I just thought, cause like, <laughs> like, I'm saying, you know, if there's a secret showroom for like the, the whatever people use, like Jack looks like, you know, looks like someone who would, would go right to want, wanting the exclusive, like actual high quality thing. So it's just like, oh, is, is, is that like a safeguard? So like that there's like a, there's like a level of not security, but like a level of whatever the jewelry store is like, oh, this one's not going to last. So we, we, we don't yeah, want to show them anything okay. too expensive. I feel like a jewelry store would be like, yo, just sell them whatever they want. It's our money. And if it doesn't last, that's not on us. Well, we right. still get their money. Well, yes. The, the, yes, yeah, any jewelry store. But I, mean, I, I guess I meant in the, world sure. of, in the world of where this is happening yeah. in 30 Rock. Is that like their level of, of quality, whatever, control? So he doesn't maybe. waste he doesn't waste too much. Yeah, maybe they don't want to waste a really good diamond on them. Um, yeah. <laughs> less than someone that So that show horse. Yeah, who's just in like a hoodie and <laughs> doesn't look as represent like representative and got a finger caught in the vent yeah yeah i never really thought that much about that scene (laughs) but it's fun it just shows like the the sort of balance those two have she's like laid back goofy and he's very classical whatever um but it's also like it's it's mean of that jeweler to be like so condescending and then still like oh well let me show you to the real show it's like oh that's not very nice poor liz poor liz anyway we come back to 30 rock and there's a new rule about outside food being laid down by kenneth hey where are my snacks 
snowballs. I was gonna go to the gym later, so I deserve a treat. Oh, Miss Lemon, we can't have coconut products out anymore because of staph allergies. What? No, allergies are psychosomatic. The only reason I'm allergic to dogs is because one bit me the first time I got my period. No, allergies are real. If I have a strawberry, my throat shuts up faster than a girl in math class. I didn't know you had allergies. You know, if my cousin Stephanie eats a walnut, her throat shuts up faster than a Filipino at Guys, come on, not okay. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Rossitano, no unauthorized food. Don't worry, no food in here, Kenneth. Just a donut box with a mouse in it. Oh, are the pranksmen going after Lutz again? Someone say my name. Hey, what? Awesome donuts! I always forget that. I feel like that joke ended with them laughing at him despite everything that had happened to him. I forgot that they actually felt for him. So I think there's another bit coming up in a later episode where bad stuff happens to Lutz again and they just continuously laugh at him as it gets progressively worse. Or I'm completely making all of that up. I don't know. It could be. I still feel the, still the point where he's a minor character. Because I think it's it's as the series goes on where he's more of more prominent and more often yeah. the butter jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So... But it's also the premiere of the Pranksman. There's sort of a recurring gag that comes up a handful of times to the rest of the series, but um, it's the first time we've seen them. Um, I'm not sure why Lutz is... I guess he, Lutz is just an easy target. So, What do you think was in that donut box? Well, they said it was a mouse. That, was, you know, that's what I thought in my head, and I was like... You hear it squeaking. <laughs> but, I, well, it's funny because... I was in my head. I was like, "Oh, there's like rats or whatever in there," but like I didn't realize it. I guess I must have like heard it, but I didn't actually process it. But like I was like thinking, "Oh, there must be rats I mean, in there," but I didn't like actually. A, but I didn't realize that they had. It's a pretty low line. Where he's like, "Oh no, it's yeah. not donuts. It's just a mouse that we're gonna prank lights yeah. for." So it's a pretty low line. It's easy to miss for the most part, but there's squeaking and stuff to to show you that it's a mouse. Uh, uh, but Liz heads up to the writer room, and now we get our storyline with Tracy. Hey, you've narrowed it down, Liz Lemon. Oh, great. What are we talking about? Tracy has to get a present for his wife. This Saturday is the 20th anniversary of the night that me and Angie met. She was working at the Diker Heights Arthur Treaches, and I was residing there. She slipped me a free shrimp combo, and we've been together ever since. So this present has to be special. It's either going to be a denim jacket that says hot bitch in diamonds. Uh-huh. Or slank it. Yeah, Angie doesn't want that. Why don't you just ask Angie what she wants instead of spending all this money on junk? You're wise, Liz Lemon, like a genetically manipulated shark. So as a token of my gratitude, I got something specially for you. Wow. Take that slanket, too, if you're not going to What she should have got was a slanket that says hot bitch on it. That should have been the third Perfect. joke. Perfect. That should have been the third joke, but they didn't go there. But I like the I like the through line of this episode with the slanket of like it's like one of those things you like as bad as the idea of the snuggie was, it's like, man, it would be really nice to have one of those because the purpose of it is perfect. Because like a blanket I mean we're just basically gonna do the infomercial at this point, but the blanket keeps you warm but you can't move your arms. A Snuggie allows you to stay warm and have this comfort of a blanket, but you can move your arms. Wow! But it's like, no one wants to be seen in the Slinket or the Snuggie, but it's like... Was 2009 Peak Snuggie? It had to be Peak Snuggie. I feel like this joke's a little old. I feel like this joke was like a year late to the Mm. Snuggie train. But Snuggie... That's what I was trying to figure out if it was was on trend or a little bit behind. I think it was a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. Um, So they don't harp on it too much, but it's just like there's a couple more scenes where... 
Liz is more and more embraced this blanket, and it's just like it's basically this is my second, including the iconic scene at the end. Yes, the iconic scene at the end with her night cheese. So iconic. Night cheese is very iconic of Thirty Rock. Anyway, Liz comes to her office and she has a fun surprise waiting for her. Puerto Rican. That's interesting. I mean, Puerto Rico, where you're supposed to be. When did you get back? Actually, Lemon. Three weeks ago. What? Why doesn't Jack know that? Because I don't know what to do. I'm afraid he's gonna want to go through with his proposings at marriage. Sorry, I haven't spoken English in two months. Are you saying that you don't want to go through with his proposings at marriage? I don't understand, Elisa. You love him. I do. That's why I call him El Uno. Yeah. But I cannot marry him because of a terrible secret. Please don't ask me what it is. I won't. I don't want to know. Are you a man? Really? That's your guess, a man? You want to see me naked? Sort of. I love Jack so much. I don't think I have the strength to tell it to his head. That's why I was hoping that you... Oh, no, no, no! Oh, thank you for doing what I cannot. <gasps> Goodbye forever, Miss Lemon. I see why he likes it. Oh, so I guess we should talk real quick. So this is the return of Salma Hayek, obviously, but it will be her last hurrah. Aww. We will not see Elisa again. Um, but I like the... This might make me sound horribly racist by saying this, but I like that Elisa, her language, her, her English isn't as good. And she even, she has the line, I haven't spoken English in two minutes. This is a fantastic line, but it's like, she doesn't understand maybe like the some of the more subtle things that Liz is saying just because like English isn't her, her English isn't great at the moment. It's so like even when she's like, I need you to add, I need you to talk to Jack and Liz is like, no, no, no. And she's like, thank you so much. And it's like either she was so driven to like have Liz do it or she didn't understand that Liz was saying no, like, no, of course I'll do it for you. Like she probably interpreted like, oh, Liz is saying, no, 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 of course I'll do it for you. Where Liz is actually saying, no, 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 I don't want to do this at all. So she just completely misreads it. But it's such a it's a it's a fun excuse to set up why Liz is involved in the storyline is because of basically broken English. It's 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 different, I guess, for for most sitcoms. Yeah, I mean it, it for it, it's pretty clever writing on like the on the line level because the way she through all through throughout the episode really the way like her sentence like will like not it's not quite spankless necessarily but <clears throat> the way she kind of flits between different like phrases that aren't quite right and things right. like like it's like it's really cleverly done how it's like kind of seamless how it's just like she, yeah. the, the, well the writing's good and then the way she plays it it's just like naturally woven into yeah. her like the El Uno line yeah like I, the El Uno and it's like like Liz isn't supposed to know that that well that's not an uncommon thing everyone has the one that has that idea and then like later on there's the uh, the Attraction Fatale and Liz is like, oh, well, there's a completely different title, even though it's not that <laughs> different. It's just the words are reversed. Like, it's not that much difference of a title. But yeah, it's just like there's a there's a seamlessness to her flow that even though she's switching between Spanish and English on the fly, it still all makes sense. But it's an excuse for them to write that of just her being out of the country for so long. Her English is slipping a little bit. It's a good use We're of the character. Crazy for Choco Puffs. Cur- loco for Choco Puffs. Loco for Choco Puffs. It's a Great. good line. It's a really good line. Uh, but we come back and um, the paramedics are helping with Lutz. Uh, but Pete has the pranksmen 
um, admonished for nearly destroying or for ruining a perfectly good monitor. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like they don't even mention like you hurt a, a coworker. <laughs> the monitor was no damaged. About lots. That's true. I hope you guys have learned a lesson. Because of what you did, we almost lost a monitor. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a big fan of mine and you're not gay? Not even bi-curious? I don't know what to tell you. I love your show. I read your blog. I've got all your albums, even the one you did with Phil Spector. I still think that would have sold much better if you had shot me in the face. Well, I'm glad you didn't get shot in the face. Thank you. But if you had, I would have liked to have gotten that call. That would have been nice. Jenna, Us Weekly is calling to confirm a story that your animal rescue shelter is supplying quesadilla meat to amusement parks. What? I need to call my lawyer. Yeah, I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Dude, we gotta go, man. I stole some pens. Mr. Lutz, this is my telephone number. Please give it to Jenna Maroney. You okay? Good. I guess we should also explain the visual joke if you're not watching along. Lutz eats the, the phone number. So that's why the storyline continues of Jenna doesn't know who it was and has to keep calling 911 to figure out to who get it him is. back. To get them back, you know. Although we don't actually see him again the rest of the episode, right? Uh, we never see him again. Yeah. We just hear of their date. Yeah. yeah. He was a one, one scene guy. Good job. But I also like the reason they have to escape quickly isn't like, oh, there's an emergency. It's like, I literally just stole a bunch of pins. Like, it's such an easy way to write them out, but it's also, it's like, that's... Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's so funny. So Liz is upstairs to break the bad news to Jack, but he also gets a fun surprise as well as Liz. There's a lot of surprises going on. Hey, Jack. Do you have a sec? It's over, Lemon. It's over before it started. Drink with me. I'm sorry, but I'm glad it didn't have to come from me. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wiggo.com. Shineheart Wigs user-generated video content site. All anybody posted on it were penises. What did you want to talk to me about? Hey, Jack. Right. Okay. I have been trying to figure out how to not tell you this. Yeah, more. Kenita. I'm back. Let's get married. I'll go plunder and have them hold a table so we can celebrate in style. And carbo load for the reunion sex. Lemon! Isn't it wonderful? Don't tell say anything about what I told you about my secret. I'm not going to because you have to. So I'm a little confused about this scene. So Elisa is expecting Liz to tell Jack that she wants to break it off, but she comes in all while that she wants to get married. So what? Yeah, I, I, I've never... It's never even, made sense to me yeah. why she suddenly has a turn like that. She's like, she isn't, like, she could easily have the outright there when she's whispering to Liz, like, I changed my mind. Or, exactly, right. Nothing. There's no explanation yeah. as to why suddenly she's just like, yeah. oh, I, I'm, I'm ready to get married. And it's like, yeah, this, is there a missing scene somewhere? Like, is there some reason why that turn happens? It doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, because the last thing we see before that is her saying to Liz goodbye forever. Right. So, I mean, it's possible, I guess, she could have come and said, I'm going to get, I want to marry you to Jack, and Liz wasn't there so she didn't see her. But, I mean, if she gets married to him, she would have to see Liz again. So, it's just like... No, she would have to see Jack, because she hasn't seen Jack yet. Right, but... This is the first time she's seen him. Right, no, no, but I'm saying that after she said goodbye forever to Liz, like, even if she changed her mind... Sorry, not if she changed her mind, but even if she was going to go to Jack and say, I want to get married to you, not knowing Liz was there. Like, she would have seen Liz again because if she was going to marry Jack, she would have seen Liz. So it's like, what right. then was the point of goodbye forever? I mean, did she just change her mind? If she did change her mind, there's just no what indication. And it, then it was like, well, wait, is she... Does she still want Liz to say to Jack that she doesn't want to marry him? But if she did, then why would she go to this big show? Because how do you go from, oh, she was just so excited about seeing me, and now Liz is saying she doesn't want to? Like, how would yeah. that even... I don't know. It's That's the I, guess, I don't get. I think the only thing you're supposed to read it as is that she's just emotionally unsound, which is not a good read either, because nothing previously has shown that she's that yeah. kind of person. And like, so, and when we learn what her secret is, it's spoiler alert. She killed her ex husband uh, because he cheated on her. Uh, then that gives a little bit more ammunition into the fact that she's potentially crazy. But she sort of explains herself that it was a crime of passion. So like, it it just doesn't really make a lot of sense why she has this turn, and it's never explained. So it's really just left up to the viewer just to be like, I guess she just had a change of heart. Yeah. Question mark? I don't know. But you're right that there maybe there's a scene or something missing that there's links it a little something. bit better because it just seems it seems like such whiplash that isn't yeah. really explained at all. Like literally within let's say twelve hours of her seeing Liz, yeah. we know she hasn't seen Jack because this is the first time of him seeing her again. It's like it's yeah, I've never really set right with me why they never explored just a quick throwaway line of I changed my mind or I've thought about it, blah, 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 like something. They never yeah. explain it. It's and really then she's just like, don't say anything about my secret, but it's not like Liz knows what it is at this point. Right, either way. Know. So it's like, even if, I mean, what would she say? Like, at least it has a terrible, has, well, it, she doesn't even necessarily know it's a bad secret. She just knows it's a yeah. secret. So at least it has a secret that Could she hasn't told you about, but she didn't tell me what it was about either, Jack, so yeah. watch out. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, like, it's kind of a weird you know. setup to make Liz also look crazy or look mm. paranoid. Like, maybe they were trying to set up, like, yeah. Liz doesn't want him to get married to Lisa because Liz has feelings for Jack, and this is a way to like. I guess they kind of did that in the first season, though, mm-hmm. with um, Phoebe yes. and Jack. Bird, so yes. it's like bird bones or whatever bones. Yeah. Um, so like, I guess they didn't want to do that again. I don't. Know, they don't. It's not a great. It's it's one of the flaws of this character of Elisa, just because like she's back on scene. She's been a dynamite. The last few episodes she's been in, and then this happens, and it's just like, well, this doesn't really make any sense, but I guess I'll just go with it, because it's it's a relatively satisfying finale, but it's still at the same time, like, yeah, like, yeah, nothing is explained as to why she's had this change of heart ever, and it's really kind of annoyance, but it's it's mostly... Hopefully minor. they didn't submit this one for the best writing, Emmy. Yikes. <laughs> Baby cried the day the circus came to town. Uh... You okay? Oh, I didn't see you there. I'm fine. Don't cry out loud. You sure you don't want to talk about something? Well, it's kind of none of your business, but all right. I met this cute paramedic yesterday. He thinks I'm incredible. We're perfect for each other. But he left before I could get his name. Well, I'm sure there's a way to find out. 
I called 911, they wouldn't even connect me to their celebrity service. I don't know what to do. Huh. You know, your dilemma reminds me of a book I read once. <sighs> See you later, Pete. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. There's this question psychiatrists use to identify sociopaths. A woman goes to her mother's funeral, where she meets the perfect man. It's love at first sight. But he leaves before she finds out who he is. So, what does she do to see him again? She kills her father, hoping that the guy will come to that funeral, too. That's correct. Oh, boy. Thanks for the advice. No, 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 that wasn't advice. But of course, she'd also have to kill her father's doorman and anyone else who might have seen her. And you for giving her the idea in the first place. <laughs> so we haven't so this is something we haven't talked about in a while but i want to talk about here because I, I remember in the first season a lot i was kind of like blah on how pete's storylines are always like the the oh the, the his you know he has a nag wife and yeah. back family yada 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 but i feel like in especially in the latest season they use him a lot less, but the way they use him is a lot better. Like scenes like this, where it's like he's, I mean, his, his, I mean, the way he functions is really just to move the plot forward with Jenna, but yeah. it's still, it's like, it's funny. Like he gets funny lines, like, you know, he, he interacts with her and like it's, it's funny. So it's like, I don't know, like he's, he's used less, but the ways he is used, or the ways he, you know, that he is used are just better he's, than they were it's but, a better know, plot point yeah. than him just being the yeah. sad dad well, like, like I guess he's, he's not getting his own storylines really yeah. but, he, but despite that it feels like his character is being better served yeah. even with less screen time and you know less personal storylines yeah. I guess though it's weird she goes to Pete for advice because yeah we've never really seen them interact before so it's odd that she just comes to him um, even though seemingly she She's not looking to talk to anyone. She just apparently just wants to sing and cry for attention, uh, which is always again it's 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 crazy chaotic Jenna doing stuff for attention but not seemingly wanting it or wanting the attention but not wanting to uh, admit that she wants it. Like it's I don't know. It's just someone starts coming into your office and starts singing a song. What are you supposed to do? Like ignore that, or you you have to obviously. Give them something, otherwise you just look like a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't hear "Don't Cry Out Loud" now without thinking of Shit's Creek, because there's there, there's an episode. It's when in one of the earlier seasons. I can't remember if it was the first, second, or something like that. But it's like Roland and Jocelyn have a fight or something where like they're just like Roland le- leaves home and spends the night at the hotel and gets the room next to Moira um, and whatever the the the, the what family. Is the dad's name? A Dan, Danny, Danny, Jack? Danny, Danny Rose, I think. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> Roland's sitting in the room next to them, and like, I guess he's like really sad. He's had a fight or whatever, so like, he just like literally blasts that song over and over. Oh. So it's like, literally, in an episode like 50 times, you'll just hear it in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> over and over. And it's like, it's like the point where it happens so much that it goes like from being funny to be like, like annoying and whatever they get wraps back around to being funny again it just like it just plays so many times throughout yeah. the episode it's like no and so no anytime i hear it like that's what i always think of there's a similar pretty good joke like that in the office where like michael's had like a breakup and he's he's playing like the same sample on itunes it's like it, it wasn't james it wasn't i'm beautiful or you're beautiful by james blunt it was his other song that he had oh. it was like the ballad or whatever but he just keeps playing the same 15 seconds and jim comes in he's like you can buy the full song. He's like, oh, this is the best part. And she's like, I like my hip clips. Yeah, I just like my little hip clip. I mean, the 15 seconds is the best part of the song. It's all you need. That's, yeah, that reminded me of that. 
<sighs> but uh, so Tracy's got another idea, or rather, Tracy presents um, Angie's idea to Liz and gets feedback. Liz Lemon, you dummy. I'm wearing it as a joke. I asked Angie what she wanted for our anniversary, and she wants me to get a tattoo of her name. Oh, okay. You like tattoos. And it bothers she wants this picture of her face. I can't have this on my chest scaring off beautiful women in the clubs. Tracy. You know I like to socialize, Liz Lemon, and you know my signature move with the ladies. It's taking, taking off, off your shirt. shirt. Now is a Sophie's choice. I can't get this tattoo, and I can't tell Angie no. What do you want me to say, Tracy? I'm sorry I made it harder for you to cheat on your wife? That's a start, Liz Lemon. That's a start. Should we talk about this scene? It spoils Mad Men, but we should talk about it, right? It only spoils the first season of Mad Men. Huh. Okay. Yes, right? That's been ten years. I guess it's enough time. So we get a little bit of a... It's got to be a Jaws period. It's the only way I can see it, just with the music and everything, but... Uh, it, to to get the police back to 30 or rather the paramedics back to 30 Rock um, Jenna has basically poisoned everything she remembers Kenneth, Kenneth Strawberry Allery from very, Allery Allergy Allery. Uh, yeah, that he subtly referenced earlier in the episode which is pretty good for Jenna considering it wasn't about her so why would she listen to what anyone else is saying um, but she's basically hunting him uh, she's poisoned all of his food with strawberries, and now it's just a waiting game. Um, but there's a fun bit where, as he starts choking, he screams out, "My name is what Dick Dick Walt? Whitman." Dick Whitman, which I didn't know what that. I just thought that that was like a random funny name to put in as like what his real name was. But apparently, it's a Madman uh, reference. Uh, should we spoil it? It's been ten years. I I I always say six months is the Spoiler grace. Period. I mean, they so, were spoiling it on Thirty Rock ten years ago. So. Unwilling, well, unknowingly, unknowingly spoiling. Well, because right. it doesn't say that anyway. Yeah, but basically, he screams out, "My name is Dick Whitman," which is who's what's the character Don Draper? Name? Don Draper's real name. And you said the first season of Mad Men. I, I I think that is unraveled by the end of the first season, but mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I can't say for certain. But it, I mean, it's I, I do know it's fairly on. That's like settled in the show's run. Yeah. So well, I mean, they're I mean, the first few episodes they sh- they're setting up that he's hiding something. Yeah. I mean, that's not really a show that's can be that spoiled because I mean, it's more character driven. Right. Than, like yeah, I mean, yeah. story. It, element. I mean, in in the, in the whole series, like that's probably the only I would say really like big cliffhanger thing. I mean, not that there aren't like you know, like, plot things that happen that can be probably be spoiled. But that's, like, the only, like, real, like, oh, secretive yeah. spoiler type so, thing that I could think of. It's a reference that 10 years ago I didn't know what it was, and 10 years later it doesn't mean that much to me. So if it spoiled Mad Men for you, sorry. It's been 10 years. I feel like your grace period is over. But, um, so, yeah, that was a fun fact to learn about this episode of 30 Rock. All right. Um, it's not the last... Madden reference that will be made on 30 it's Rock not, either. It's not. And it won't be the f- well, first. It won't be the first. But they, that wasn't the first either. But um, No, there's there's what Liz's mom worked at Sterling. Sterling Cooper. Yeah. Um, well, there's definitely one in the very last episode, but it turned out to be a wrong spoiler because the, the 30 <laughs> Rock finale was before the Madden finale, yeah, and that did guessing, not end up were, happening. They were guessing their best. Um, but we come back to Jack's office, and uh, we find out what Elisa Pedrea's secret is. Lemon, I need to ask you something about Elisa. Did she say anything to you, anything at all, about a secret desire to keep her maiden name? Oh, no. Sorry. 
Because I'd like her to be Elisa Donaghy, but if she wants to be Elisa Pedreira Donaghy, then... Elisa Pedreira? <gasps> Viuda Negra. What? What does that mean? The Black Widow. Elisa has a terrible secret. My current theory is she's the mother of those Michael Jackson kids. Okay, I searched Elisa Pedreira and the Black Widow, but all the websites are in Spanish. Blue writing on green. Why? Call that cleaning lady back. We need somebody who speaks Spanish. I speak Spanish. Puerto Rican. Really, Lemon? Oh. I'm pretty sure Alta Vista Babblefish existed in 2009. I know what those things are, but... What did you just say? It was like Google Translate before Google Translate was like the big uh, thing. Like Alta Vista, was it Babelfish, Babelfish, whatever it was like. Babelfish sounds that was the That was the thing that, I don't know, was the translator thing before Google. Maybe I, Google I Translate know, was a thing in 2009. I don't, I don't know remember. what browser they're using because that does not look like any browser I've ever seen. It just it looks very bad. Uh, right. It doesn't matter. It's it's a visual thing, but it's like at the top right. There's like a little basic X and a basic plus sign and a basic minus sign. So I, yeah. well, I guess close out, expand, and minimize. But it looks very and a back and a forward button, but no yeah. no taskbar, no search bar, nothing. I'm not sure what this is, and I wish I could read Spanish because I'm sure that means some, I'm sure that's saying something, and it probably is giving like a big spoiler away mm. or giving like. The Black Widow is Elisa Pedrera, and she is... That's all I got. I have no Spanish. <laughs> yeah, but you know French far. French and Spanish are basically the same thing. Well, they're not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Like I'm sure someone's translated it out there. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out she... Well, we'll let Elisa explain it. Jack, let me explain. Elisa, there is nothing you can say that will change the way I feel. I'm so sorry to tell you such a dark tale while wearing such a silly t-shirt. I was married once and I killed my husband. It was a crime of passion. He cheated on me. And in a rage, I took my revenge. You know me, Jack. I'm a Catholic. I take the bonds of marriage very seriously. Why aren't you in jail? They threw my case out. I couldn't get an impartial jury after that song about me came out. I guess I'm glad you know. I understand if this changes everything. It's up to you. So, again, now Lisa seemingly has an out for not wanting to get married, which is another way you could write this story where you skip the whole secret part uh, or you skip the whole scene of Elisa showing up and having to have Liz hide that she knows the secret about Elisa and then just have Jack propose to her and then they learn that she's the Black Widow and that way in that scene they can just be like, well, if you don't want to marry me now, you have an out. But that was a better way of writing it because again, mm -hmm. it still doesn't make any sense why she's had this complete turn of a character. And even in this scene, she's like less seemingly less enthused to be there. So it's like, I don't know, is, she, is it supposed to imply that she's just being mentally crazy right now? Yeah. Or what? Like, it's not a good look for the character. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little disappointing because, I mean, I don't know, this is a fun episode, but it's like, now that we're like... Dissecting yeah, it? Yeah, dissecting It's like, you're right, there's a lot of ways they're using that character that, like, aren't... Great. Yeah, well, it, it's not true and to the train. Yeah, the it doesn't feel true to what we previously saw from from the episode, right? We've, well, we've talked about a couple of the inconsistencies that in the writing, but yeah, you know, but you're, yeah, you're right. It's it's 
From a writing perspective, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it, you, you. You can find you can public a couple holes in there. And, and I just noticed it in this in this viewing. There's like those setups that Jake uh, joke uh, that Jack has of like, do you know about Elisa's secret? Pause. Desire to keep her maiden name, and it's like it. It reminds me of the episode, uh, the um, the reality episode. Uh, they're watching survive the survivor. Oh, Milf Island. Milf, they're watching Milf Island, and he he knows that Liz is guilty. So the setups that he has of these questions, like, do you know about Lisa's secret desire? It's like he already knows her secret, mm. and he's trying to get the confession out of Liz, so he doesn't look like the bad guy. But again, that joke doesn't pay off because he yeah. doesn't even know that Liz knows anything about yeah. Lisa. So it's like, why are you having us again? Other than just to build tension for the jokes. It doesn't yeah. make. Any I'm sense okay with that. Jack to I mean, be acting that way. You're, well, you're right, but I mean, that's not. I mean, that's kind of like um, a couple episodes with Kenneth, where like, uh, like all of a sudden, like half the things he were saying were, were like came off. He said it in kind of like a weird, like yeah, like the is he a murderer? Yeah, in yeah. like a tone that he was using that episode that he'd never used in any episode before. So yeah. it's kind of that similar thing where it's just it's it's for the comedy it's for the yeah the comedy mm-hmm. and the plot of the episode yeah, yeah. which still I, like, I can forgive that a little bit i, more, I mean I it's it's more forgivable than the elisa stuff but it still mm-hmm. is like he does it at least twice in this episode that it, so it's setting up that potentially he already knows so it's like what is he getting out of this setting up like pausing for her to admit something you know like yeah because he doesn't know that they've already talked so like he doesn't know that this and it's just it's it's kind of weird writing in that Anyway, meanwhile, .com advises Tracy to get a gay lion tattooed on his back. Oh, that's one of my favorite jokes because it's like, it's again, it's showing .com how smart he is, but it's also like how his knowledge is never really like respected. Yeah. Because the line is like, he's like, all right, you get the tattoo and then when, so you get the Angie tattoo and then when you go into the club, you take a marker and draw a mane around it and name it Tangiers. And then Tracy just busts on him. Like, that's the dumbest idea. Why would I want a stupid gay lion on my chest? And then Dotcom is like, well, you're right. In Morocco, the soccer team mascot is the Lions. And Tangiers is in Morocco. But I guess I'm the idiot, right? And it's like, <laughs> it's like you're, it, he's not wrong. It's the same thing. You're too, you're, you're, the crowd you're playing to isn't as smart as you, Dotcom. You've got to understand. So it's like, he's not wrong. And he, it's actually, it's not a good idea. But it's like, it's the best idea. But it's just like, yeah, of course that's not going to work. But poor Doc. Or will it? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, meanwhile, the paramedics have showed up to save Kenneth, and it's not who Jenna was looking for. And Pete looks a little uh, no- notices this uh, about Jenna. We come back to Liz's writing room. She's still rocking that slanket, and uh, uh, Jack tries to justify his relationship with Lisa despite knowing everything that he knows. Lemon. It's not product placement. I just like it. What? What? What if I marry Elisa and I accidentally cheat? She could snap again. She's very passionate and she doesn't react well to betrayal. My fools cheat. Open. Laundry. Oh wait, I have a suggestion. Don't cheat. But you never know, Lemon. What if I find myself stranded in a snow cave with a stern but comely lady geologist, both of us knowing that our only chance for survival is the heat from our naked bodies? Sorry, I just do not get you guys. Uh, again, that is not being disputed, but my options for male advice around here are limited. So I think the pranksmen should all wear fedoras. Could the hats have feathers? Yes, yes. Face it, you are the closest thing to a man working here right now. 
Well, dude, I guess you gotta find a comely geologist in a snow cave and see what happens. Tracy, I need your help. My fiance murdered her ex-husband when he cheated on her. Continue. I love her. But the only way I can make sure that I won't stray... ...is for me to arrange a test of erotic temptation. Yes. Exactly. We're going out tonight, Jackie D, and you're going to be tempted like Jesus in the wilderness. Jesus is my stereo guy in the wilderness is a club I took him to once. So are we supposed to feel bad for Jack in this storyline? Of like his obstacle is, do I cheat on my fiance? Like no, that's, I, that's the obstacle, I right? Think it, no, right. No, I, I don't. I, I mean, think, well, that's his obstacle right now. Right. Is, no, I think it's just supposed to be over the top and silly and ridiculous because it's like, I, I, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can feel whatever for him, but no, I think it's supposed to be ridiculous. Like, yes, like the only thing is like he 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 needs to be faithful, and he doesn't know if he can be faithful. So that's just silly and funny. I guess, but it's it's played so straight that it's like, I mean, he was literally ready to marry this woman. He right, knew, but think, he knew how Catholic she was. He knew how much he took it, how how serious she took it. Well, he didn't know and that she murders people who were unfaithful to her, though. So he was planning on probably. Of course, on oh what is his whole life? His whole life is 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 being a womanizer and having lots of relationships and sex and blah blah. blah. I mean, but I don't think we've seen him previously cheat on anyone. He's he's had a lot of no, but we know he's a womanizer, he so it makes sense. That, I mean, I feel like it's a stereotype of like high power executives right. that they have. You know, people on the side. They I get, but I guess like they never. I get, yeah, we know he's a womanizer, but even when we know of his previous marriage, there was never talk about him being um, sleeping around while he was in that marriage. So we don't have any evidence that he had done it previously in a marriage. So this, to me, the way I'm reading this is he's like, he's like, I don't know if I can be faithful, and I need to test this, and it's like. How yeah. fucking hard is it to just be faithful? I think, I don't know, I think you're over a little bit, because I think, I think for what we know of Jack's character, it is totally in character for him to want to hook up with as many people as possible, even if he's in a relationship or married. Yeah, but side, I guess, so. like, and I guess I if it would be fine to let that go, but Liz just brought it up in that last scene and was like, what are you talking about? Just don't cheat. How hard is that? And he's like, he's like, you don't know how men work. And it's like, it's like that. Is that, well, is that the, also his example joke? is pretty far fetched. It's like if I'm ever in right. a snow right. snowbound in a cave with Which, a comely but stern but comely lady geologist. Our, I mean, well, even that yeah. is kind of like a far flung scenario. So it's even the tack he's taking is what if? Like maybe I won't no, actively do anything. Out, but but who knows what that's something that you know that's something crazy that could happen at some point. Who knows what might happen in that situation? Will I get murdered? Like, I guess the, it's just silly. I mean, I, don't I know, know it's silly, but the same the same the way I see it is if he thought of the of, if a writer slash Jack thought of this on the show that means there's someone in the real world that actually has thought that way and has somehow justified their uh indiscretion of sleeping around because probably well, what if there was some sort of hypothetical situation and i needed to do it and it's like well that's not how it works and that doesn't excuse it and it doesn't make it okay like being unfaithful well, I, I don't think this is trying to make a moral i know argument. but it's just like but it's like the conflict that we have of this episode is elisa murdered someone because of passion, because she was cheated on. Jack's storyline, I guess in a less cartoony sitcom, would be, well, do I marry her because she killed someone? Or do I forgive her for that and we still get married? But in 30 Rock's world, it's not only, I don't know if I can marry her, I don't know if I can marry her because I don't know if I can continue to be faithful to her without her threat of killing me. So it's like, it's it's taking that and being subversive in that, 
it's not ending it. I can't marry her because she killed someone. It's I can't marry her because she killed someone and she might do it to me because I'm an insecure person who will probably cheat on her. Exactly. But it's, like, but it's just like, it's like that level to me for this storyline isn't needed. It's just like, it's like an additional whipped topping on top of a cherry on top of whipped topping that it's like, it's just too much. I, I don't think that it was really needed that we needed Jack to be afraid that he can't cheat on someone like I, I but I also I've never liked that as a characteristic of a character of being a womanizer like it's not something that I root for so it's hard for me to really okay, feel but too I, much don't think, that character. I don't think but that, I don't think that's the point I think I don't think they're trying to get you to feel that sympathetic for him I, it's just a funny thing that drives the plot along because then he goes to the club with Tracy true I don't know I, I, yeah, I guess you're right just being too I don't know I think I think you're overanalyzing this one a little bit a little bit uh, it does. It does lead to a good moment for like, Tracy of his admission, but it still is like, I don't know. I just I don't like that character trait. I guess of Jack of what if I what if what if I cheat on her? It's like well then just don't cheat. Right. That's the point, and that's what it, that's what is. What, I don't. I just don't like that. I don't like. That's it. how the writing is, <laughs> makes it is. You know how they make it funny. Uh, anyway, so there's one last scare for Kenneth, and the paramedics are on scene. Jenna, come quick. Kenneth's passed out again. Oh, no. I can't believe this is happening during night shift. <sighs> oh, for God's sakes. What is this, third watch? Somehow Kenneth ate strawberries again, and now he's gone into acute strawberry shock. Is that a thing? Just ask this real EMT. We're going to have to cut off his hands to get the sickness out. He's going to have to learn how to urinate with his feet. How could this have happened again? It's my fault. I did it. I just wanted that hot EMT to come back. I didn't mean for it to go this far. Oh, Kenneth, I'm so sorry. But I am not a monster. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy she poisoned. So this other boy would go to town on her. I think she's had enough, sirs. Oh, Kenneth. What's happening? Is this a trick? I knew it. I was just playing along. No, seriously, what's happening? Jenna, do you feel genuine remorse? Thank God. Sociopath downgraded to extreme narcissist. Now quit it with the strawberry stuff. Or you might once again feel the righteous lash of the pranksman. Is that a thing? <laughs> so a really clever visual shot there is that Frank, instead of wearing a fedora, is wearing a hat that says fedora on it yeah, with a feather in it. But it still has the feather yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. Also, Lutz is in the Pranksman, even though he just got pranked by the Pranksman. So I guess it's an all-inclusive Well, he, that was his initiation into the... I Maybe. I guess that's how. Or now, now, now Kenneth is a... Or Jenna is a... No. That, that doesn't happen, obviously. <laughs> uh, but Tracy and Jack are at the club, and he has a confession, and we also get our first Brian Williams cameo. Hey, Trey. You and your friend want to party later? Sure thing, baby. Get a kid a call. Hmm? This is decadent. And I once went to Miami with Daryl Strawberry. Tip of the iceberg, Jackie D. You can have all of this whenever you want. Or you could marry that nice lady that you're in love with. It's up to you. Look, I love Elisa. But you love Angie, right? Of course I do. Angie's the one. The one? Where did you hear that? It's a thing I made up after seeing The Matrix. Well, Elisa is my one. But Tracy... Sometimes I think men like us aren't built for marriage. Okay. This is something I've never told anyone. This is my terrible secret. In the 20 years that I've known her, I've never cheated on my wife. There. 
I said it. Don't look at me. Okay, does that scan to what we know from previous seasons? Because they did that. I remember that episode where like they hook up in the hotel room or something like that, like a season or two ago. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that brought on because of something around cheating or something? Or am I am I not thinking? No, about that, that was correctly? Valentine's. Right. But wasn't wasn't there wasn't there a plot line? But I. I seem to remember, like, there was a plot line around, like, him being with a bunch of women, but maybe it wasn't actual cheating, maybe. I, I so there was the know. episode where Angie comes to 30 Rock because... What was the setup for that? She didn't catch him cheating, but he did He did something that he got caught. Yeah. Was that maybe it wasn't that? I mean, I don't think we've ever explicitly yeah. seen him or heard of him cheating. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, and it's all like he's saying here, like it's all just stories that I make up right. or I embellish, which could also myself. be true. And it's just right, and because of that, like it could have been that he referenced it before at points, but we've never actually. Yeah, I was just trying to remember that scan because, like, if I feel like there there have been multiple plot lines of around Tracy like spending time with women who aren't his wife or like being, you know out and about but again it could be just be like this where he goes to the club all the time but he's never actually cheating he just talks it up yeah I, I think I think it's I think they actually are on point with this where it's just yeah. he talks a big game but he doesn't actually follow through on any of it yeah whatever I'm not sure uh, but no I don't we'll trust yeah we'll, we'll trust the writers that even it, well we know there have probably been illusions or whatever but that it actually has played out that he's never actually cheated he just yeah plays it up as if he has yeah hmm Wait a minute. That can't be the truth. The partying is just for show. And because I'm a high-functioning alcoholic, all the phone numbers you see me hand out, they're not even mine. Hello? No, this isn't Tracy Jordan. Really? I've not heard of that term before. Do you know how to get to Connecticut? I mean, if you can do it, so can you. Because I'm a ridiculous, unstable human being. What is wrong with me? I mean, if at least his only flaw is that she demands I be faithful, then I will be faithful. And if Angie wants me to get a tattoo of her to prove my love, then I'm getting that tattoo. GrizzGetTheCar.com, get the codes. And which one of you ladies wants to pick up the tag? Can I put strawberry juice in your chickpeas? And in your water? And on your harmonica. My what? Oh, you mean my mouth radio? I am so sorry, Kenneth. I just want you to know that I would not do this to you for just any guy. He was special. I really thought that he was the one. Oh, Miss Maroney, it's horrible to think you might have found your true love only to lose him. It hurts more than my foot Botox to know that he's out there and I have no way to find him. When you call 911, tell them they have to send everyone. Earn this. You remarkable son of a bitch. We have an emergency. (laughs) Ah, that's a good scene. The, The happy, the joyful tone of, we have an emergency. Uh, so fun but I guess we should say pay attention to the Tracy announcement or the confession because that will come back into play and I think season 
four is when that comes up. And I think that's what sort of forces him to go on a sabbatical. It all runs together. It's really kind of hard to keep track. Uh, but that will come back into play in a later mm. episode. So stay tuned. Uh, meanwhile, Liz is working on her night cheese and she gets a late night visitor. Working on my night cheese. Jack? Do you know what time it is? I was sound asleep. I heard you singing night cheese. Lemon, I've had a crazy night. We all can learn a lot from Tracy Jordan. We went out clubbing. His life is like Enron 1999. It's wild. I'm sure it was. How are you so quiet when your parades are so loud? You were supposed to be thinking about us. And you spent the whole night partying with that black guy. Did she not come here with you? Have you been following me? Did you come here at 4 o'clock in the morning? I knew your relationship was too weird not to be sexual. Maybe this makes me old, but the first thing I thought is, what are all these people doing up at 4 in the morning if they <laughs> have to go to work the next day? No, I agree. Day. Especially, like... We know Liz doesn't sleep well, nope. but it's also like... I mean, she, but it's like she's settling, like... So if you said it was like 10 o'clock, she's settling down to have her cheese before bed, but it's like settling down at 4 in the morning to yeah, have her like cheese? she's not dressed what? for bed. Like, she's yeah. dressed in... Like, she just got home from work. Yeah. Not, maybe she did just get home from work. We know maybe. she went late hours, but it's still, true. like, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and everyone's, like, not tired or... Yeah, it's... it's I feel like they weren't paying attention so much yeah. to the time when they just said time. They were yeah. just like, just throw a time in there. It's, it's like, and even if Liz can go late for the TV show, Jack is supposed to be an executive who allegedly works on things besides the girly show, even if we don't really see that. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, but that was yeah. mainly went through my head. What is everyone doing up right. in the morning? But also, like, again, the, what is the Elisa character supposed to be right now other than, like, just she's supposed to be crazy passionate? Yeah. I mean, basically, her character she she episode Jack is just crazy person you know it's not a good read for the character okay everybody be cool well, wait a minute you you're jealous of lemon that's insane yeah, I mean, come on look at me Ooh. elisa i proved to myself tonight that i would never cheat on you that's why i went out with tracy and i came to liz's because because she's your bro exactly oh. elisa this is troubling and how do you think i feel I get a ring on my finger for one day and I start acting like Glenn Close in Atracción Fatal. Oh, that has a whole different title here. Lemon, isn't there a slanket somewhere you should be feeling with your farts? Shoot. Maybe this is my curse. I love too deeply. And eventually, it makes me loco for Choco Puffs. Querida, if you ever find yourself less in love with me, I hope you'll give me a call. But if tonight is what it's going to be like, obviously, engagement-wise, we are not going to forge ahead. Is it my English, or was that not a great breaking of speech? It was your English. That was quite moving. I've never quite understood the line of is it my English or was that not a great breaking up speech? And then Jack's response is, no, that was great. It was quite moving. Because she's commenting his breakup speech, right? Like she's saying that was a good, great, that was a great breakup speech. Or is she saying that was not a great breakup speech? Right. She's saying it wasn't. And she's saying it's just because my English is bad and I didn't get it. Or was it just a bad okay. breakup speech? Yeah. So maybe my English is bad. <laughs> Yikes. 
Uh, so for the finale, everyone's back at 30 Rock, and Kenneth is okay, Jenna has some news about her new beau, and Kenneth might have a special guest. Boy, you look happy. Would you settle that lawsuit over your exercise tape? Even better, I had an amazing date last night, and it's all thanks to Kenneth. Oh, it was nothing. Sure, I was legally dead for five minutes, but I did it for true love. Well, actually, it turns out Roger has sole custody of his five-year-old son, so... Wait a minute, you were dead? Oh, I'm fine. But I think I brought something back with me. Tracy, did you even go home last night? And where is your shirt? No, and at large. I might have went out and had a little too much to drink last night, but you'll be proud of me, Liz Lemon Cool J, because I went out and got that tattoo Angie wanted me to get. Bow! How you like me now? <laughs> wow, that is one gay lion. First off, the Liz Lemon Cool J joke is very clever yep i'm sure I'm so well done we're trying to get them i don't know how long it took them to get that fine yeah for three seasons like oh, yeah. can we use this now yeah yeah but also so explain so i take so if you're immortal you can't die so if you're dead for five minutes you're not immortal right i mean i mean maybe he'll live forever after this but does that mean you're more i mean you know if you've ever died even if you didn't die permanently i don't know or does legally dead not well, count I, against I guess being I'm, totally? I'm, I guess I'm thinking it's like a resurrection thing. Yeah. But he didn't come back in a different body. He came back in the same body. So I guess he's not technically immortal. He just lives a really, really long time. So it's not immortality. Maybe it's like an immunity or something. Maybe he's a high-functioning zombie. That's logical. That tracks. Yeah. Huh. And that's the last we see of the Tangiers tattoo. We don't ever see that again. That was a one-off joke, which is a shame. I, w- I like. I would have liked that to come back into play sometime. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, the ones. The last we see of Elisa. Um, not a great exit for the, a good exit um, for a character. Not a good exit for that character because the more we dissected it, the more it just really did not make sense to me or track well with me other than it's just she's supposed to be crazy because she was cheated on once and she's afraid it's going to happen again although they never addressed that previously in their relationship so it doesn't make sense that she would suddenly be anxious of that ever happening again it's just like it doesn't track well for the character so it's kind of like it's kind of meh yeah i guess it's weird that she hasn't in the last few episodes so it's like she only came back for one then she's not coming back anyway so it's like if they had left it at she went to Puerto Rico, and then that was the last we ever saw of her. And, I mean, well, they could have mentioned she stayed there or something, but even if they never mentioned it again after that, it still would have, like, seemed like a more Fitting coherent send-off, right? Because just to bring her back several episodes later for a one-off, but she's not coming back anyways, like, that's the end. So it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm not that I'm sure they wouldn't turn down the opportunity to work with a with an actress like that for another episode if they had the of chance. Course, but it's like, yeah. but, the way, but, yeah, but the way they change the characterization and basically shove her off the door shove her out the door after that it does it doesn't track yeah, with her they could have used her a lot better because yeah. she sam hayek so far has been the best i think the best guest star they've had that wasn't like wait till julianne moore her boston accent <sighs> i never like that character <laughs> anyway but yes no i i, I agree she's but definitely aside from like one of the best um, dennis and aside from like will arnett's characters of the 
echelon, I guess you could say maybe the prestige that is like Selma Hayek or Julianne Moore, someone like that, that level of actor. Uh, they, she's the best that they've used, they've had so far. Um, so for her to get sort of sent away on this episode with this characterization, it is kind of like, oh man, but it's still a really solid episode. Crazy narcissist, potentially sociopathic Jenna is, is fantastic. And watching this again, I kind of get why this why had been her nominated episode. But that, I guess last week's episode was more about Jenna, so it made it would have made more sense to make that the nominated episode over this one. But it's still fantastic Jenna characterization and Tracy's storyline, although it was pretty subtle for the most part, like that line of the, of us learning that he's never cheated on his wife will come back into play. So there's some world building going on in this episode. So I think overall the despite the flaws that we've pointed out and, and commented on it's still a really solid episode a lot of great laughs yes and, i think it's a fun episode with yeah, yeah a lot of good one-liners and yeah, such absolutely and of course loco for choco puffs of course the iconic night cheese the iconic iconic meme night cheese everyone still references to this day three rock fans do i would say that's one of the probably one of the most referenced 30 rock things like I'd say high-fiving a million angels is referenced way more than night cheese. I don't know what that is, so I will yep, say well, no. I'm going to trust that your finger on the 30 Rock pose <laughs> isn't very close. Maybe. So you're still stuck on night cheese. You're 2008. We're still 2008, so okay, for that's me. a topical reference. Uh, all right, well, any other thoughts on the ones before we wrap up? In the end, the ones was only one. The one. Ugh. You don't deserve to get that. That's terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go To There. If you like what we're doing, rating, reviewing, all that fun stuff is going to be the best way to help us out. And I guess we will see you next time on episode 56, season three, episode 20, entitled The Natural Order. Colleen's back, huh. as well as Tracy and Liz have it out once again about preferential treatment on the 30 Rock stage. So... We'll just have to stay tuned and see what happens. David, take us out. See you next time. Baby cried the day the circus came to town. Uh, you okay? Oh, I didn't see you there. I'm fine. Don't cry.